Love is patient. Love is kind. And, well, you know what they say. Welcome to the Love Frequency, where we love frequently. My name is Ange, the Love Freak. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not uh, checked out our past episodes, what you'll find here in the Love Freak is that we talk a lot about higher vibrations and ways where we can really increase our frequency so that we are on this frequency of love and everything that that entails and oftentimes in this society in this western society we are very um what shall i say a little confused and maybe even just misinformed on what love is exactly and even if we do have a certain idea on what love is a lot of the times we don't really practice what is preached when it comes to the idea of love a lot of the times i feel as if we get into our emotions a little too much when it comes to this feeling of love and that um this is what love is and and, and it's and people treat it like like a possession like it's something that you have like it's it's mine that's my love that's my man that's my one man that's my this that's my that that's my whatever you want to attach something you love right and you have this certain attachment to it and once you have this attachment to it it ceases from being truly love because now it comes with conditions like this is mine and if it's not mine then I don't love it anymore right whereas when we think about love or what love actually really means we like to think of it as something that is unconditional like I'm gonna love this regardless because of maybe the experience I've had with it maybe how it made me or makes me feel and even when you start to maybe even depend on something for how it makes you feel can be a little bit uh, misconstrued when it comes to what love actually is so when I when I say let's talk about it let's talk about love being patient love being kind I opened up first Corinthians 13 um, the famous Bible quote on love and I just wanted to kind of read it here and I wanted to discuss a little bit of it now um, so bear with me I'm just going to read it right now so here we go love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes and always perseveres and most of all love never fails and so we all have heard of this 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 verse in the bible and if we haven't then allow me to introduce it to you (laughs) but i like this this part this quote from the bible because this passage shall i say 
because it really gives you a real clear aspect on how love is what it is the attributes of what it is and a lot of us we we may know about this we may know this quote maybe recite it from time to time but how many of us actually really preach these things how many have actually gone to a situation and saying this is what you know i'm going to this is how i'm going to reflect love without putting like yourself or your ego into it and the reason why this came to mind was because i was thinking about how we treat our loved ones right the ones that we call our our loved ones you know our family our friends our significant others our co-workers if if that's the case but think about like your kids or your significant other and think about how you are with them are you patient with them are you kind to them when you're with a significant other do you feel envious in any type of way and we're not perfect love is not perfect but when we keep these kind of ideas these terms to the forefront when we kind of think about love it may even trick something within our brains to say hey am i am i being patient enough am am i being selfless am i or am i being self-seeking is it something i'm trying to get out of this situation or can I love despite the conditions? Like, can I love this person without feeling like I'm going to get anything out of them? Do I just want to see this person that I love? Do I just want to see them be the best that they can be? And I don't want anything out of it just to see them grow. Because I love myself enough to see myself grow. And that's another thing. <laughs> Self-love. You know, I was mentioning family, friends, circumstances. I was mentioning everything outside of our of our own self but how many of us are truly patient with ourselves are really kind to ourselves how many really of us shows that type of love for ourselves how many of us keep no wrong records of wrongdoing a lot of times we do something and we keep revisiting it over and over again because in our mind you know, we, we feel bad about something. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Or, you know, <laughs> or, or or did I do good enough? Or am I well enough? You know, questioning our worth, our value, if we're enough. If you ever find yourself in those thought patterns, then ask yourself, how can I give myself more love? How can I give myself more kindness? Because that's where it starts. When we, we, we actually like give these attributes to ourselves, then it's easy to share it with others. Then it's easy to say, hey, I'm not, I'm, I'm being a little irritated by the fact that this person's not doing, making me feel like this. How dare you not make me feel happy? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you go do this? Because it makes me feel mad when you go hang out with your friends. How dare you go hang out with your friends and have a good time? (laughs) We all have heard of those relationships. Hell, some of us might be in those type of relationships. 
But those kind of things you have to ask yourself. Is that love if I allow someone to take me out of this space, this space of peace within me? Do I really love this person or am I just tolerating this person? (laughs) And if I truly do love them, if it's truly genuine in my heart to say that I do love them, then how can I be better at showing it or, or at least being it? being it encompassing what it means and the reason why i'm even like really mentioning this is because there was a situation one time where i was feeling these feelings for someone right i felt these feelings for this person and i was like wow like i really actually can admit honestly that i love this person and then i kept just thinking like do i love this person like it's kind of weird because I don't really know this person all the way. Like, I don't know this person entirely, but there are attributes of this person that I just love. So then I started separating it. I started breaking it down. What is this feeling? It's not this person, like, that I love, although we should, you know, just show love and kindness to everybody. But it's not this person that's making me feel like I love them and I want to be with them and possess them. It was it was something about this person that they had certain attributes about them to where I was like, I don't want to have them. Like, I don't we don't, I don't want to, like, have this person. I don't want them to be mine. But I just want to just be. Oh, how about this? I'm just grateful to know this person because a person comes from a genuine place, a genuine space from my perspective, like how another person, how other people feel about that person is how they feel. And I don't know how they feel, you know what I'm saying? But from what I see, people have a generally good response (laughs) to this person. But, but I was thinking like, and then it hit me in, in, in those moments, like, wait a minute then what really is love? And I was like, okay, so is it love or should I just break it down even further and define it as something else? So, hmm, what is it? Then I realized, okay, this person is inspirational, so they inspire me. Maybe that's the word. Instead of saying love, say this person inspires me. Okay, I'm inspired by this person. That makes a lot of sense. Let me redefine what I even call love because... There's so much more to what love is or therefore, if I can be inspired by this person, right? Then I can take that same mode of inspiration and apply it to anybody else that's doing something. And I can find inspiration in everybody else. So it was like this, that person showed me a higher aspect of that, I guess you can say, thought or emotion of inspiration. And even... um just kind of like helping me see something within myself to say I admire this about this person because I'm inspired and therefore it makes me want to be a better person it makes me want to also acquire those same attributes and so it made me think like maybe that is what love is maybe that is what love is love is inspiration inspires you to be better for yourself It, it, it it inspires you to grow because you can recognize what you see in them and yourself. And that's a higher aspect of love. Like, then there's that lower aspect of love. 
that lower aspect of love because we talk about high vibrations we talk about lower vibrations and neither good nor bad it's just polarity different sides of the spectrum so on the higher vibration could be inspiration and admiration and motivation whereas maybe the lower aspects of love which is the lower chakra aspects of love which is lust you know um i would say lust lust can mean a lot of things too (laughs) lust can mean a lot of things too because i would say lust would be a little bit more opposite than i would say i would say lust is is like what people think love is like if you be lusting after somebody like you're sexually attracted and you sexually desire a person (laughs) and then you think that's love no you just want to have sex with them (laughs) but then you have to break that down too why do i want to have sex with this person why does this person ignite my my body and my soul to make me want to open myself up to receive them and to give myself to them why do i lust this person I think we got to really start looking more in depth when we when we are interacting with someone and we are giving that love energy, especially as like women, but men too, of course. But women, we just have a tendency to overly give, overly nurture. It's just within that nature of the feminine, especially if you have more of that feminine energy that is a trait. And so I think it is time for us definitely to start really breaking it down. Like, why am I lusting after this person? Like, stop. Like, you can have the feeling, but stop the action and ask yourself so you can really understand the feeling a little bit more. Because we have to really start taking care of ourselves, taking care of our bodies. Like, just because I like you don't mean you've earned my body. But yet we have these weird mindsets in this society because we don't learn it at an early age so we feel like oh because i i lust after you and i have this passionate feeling for you that i have to just kind of give you my body like that is okay and then you be okay with it but then you know how they say you can't just be friends with benefits somebody's bound to catch some feelings well let me tell you that is definitely true (laughs) the one that has the more open has the i would say more desire to feel like love connection with that person who whoever is attributing love with sex with love who's not separating the two then yes then your emotions can get involved and that's when that love turns into hate and that's why they call it that thin line because you didn't first try to figure out (laughs) what these emotions were and I can attest to this. In my early days, darling, whew, everybody, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of bodies, a lot of people go through those phases, those phases of just kind of running wild and running amok. So I can only speak for myself, but I'm sure many can relate on this. <laughs> but um, I definitely was one of those persons that was chasing love, right? I was chasing love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces darling definitely was chasing love and didn't really know what it was and recognizing it within myself 
And so I gave myself away a lot, like my body, my mind, my time, only to be and feel depleted of myself in the end of that aspect of my journey. And that's why that was the end of the aspect of my journey, because I had to put a stop and say, hold up now. Something's got to change. And so when I did that, that's when I started exploring the concept of self-love and all that stuff. But um, I used to just lust after dudes and never really took the time to figure out why I like this person. And, and we learned that we are drawn or attracted to people. Because there's something within ourselves that we want to grow. Like, we want to build within ourselves. We want to um, have. Like, for example, if you meet someone. And this is a common example, or at least an example that applies to me in my truth. But we, as a woman, how about I say this? As a woman, and, you know, we're always attributed to being the nurturers. Being the ones that are more creative, we take care of the home, you know, the stereotypical aspect of the men, you know, he provides the foundation, he go gets the bread, you know, she comes, she fries it up. And I'm not trying to be like misogynistic or sexist or whatever, so don't try to apply any type of labels this way. But what I'm trying to say within this is, as a woman, I have felt attracted to very successful men and I like when they're successful because that's something that I want to um further obtain within myself as a woman I want to be very successful so therefore you know I may be attracted to someone attracted to someone who has a higher aspect of success than I do and I may be inspired and motivated by that person and their success and so therefore I may be attracted to them. It may be something about them and that aspect of them that I'm super attracted to. And I'm like, oh my God, I like this person. But if I was not as consciously aware of why I was attracted to this person, I may just go and, you know, pursue this person. I mean, really, as a woman, you don't pursue. But, you know, allow this person into my to my being without considering other aspects of who they are and because of that one aspect just open myself and my spirit and my soul and my mind and my body and everything to this person because it's just something I'm attracted to that I want or that I um possibly lack within myself and that's how it used to be I'm gonna say that's how it used to be before I before I was woke darling before woke was cool I was woke or I became woke. And then woke started just becoming a thing. <laughs> Everybody's woke, right? But now I can look at someone and I'm saying, okay, this is what I, I like about this person. I like this person because they have, they're successful. That's maybe why I like them. But that's not enough to, to, to give up my power for 
that's not enough to give up my power. Just because I am inspired by them being successful or even them being maybe a family person, somebody who's good with their family or maybe somebody who's just good with people or maybe someone who is very talented, very creative. Like whatever attribute you want to attach to whoever this person is, right? Let's use this imaginary person that we're attracted to, right? That we want, that we desire. Whatever attribute about them that led you to them, is that enough? Because then they have to check off other boxes. <laughs> they have to check off other boxes. Because what happens is, and I know I kind of got off the love is patient, love is kind, but I'm going to bring it back around because, you know, we look at these attributes of this person, for example, and then we're attracted to them. We give of ourselves to them. We may even settle down with them, be with them, marry them, whatever, only to find out that <laughs> that attribute about them was not enough to really carry the relationship further, was not enough to solidify the relationship. And so we don't show these, 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 tr- these behaviors. We're not patient. We're not kind. We're jealous. You know, we, we, we say, hey, you did this long time ago. You know, it, it's um, not untrustworthy, has no hope doesn't persevere ends (laughs) and it's because did you utilize these tools did you utilize these tools when it came to love even when it came to um making the decision to say i'm going to love and i'm gonna give up an aspect of my power to love this person like do we consider all aspects of this person because if we don't if we don't look at those deeper meanings those deeper aspects then we can't call it love that's what I mean, like, about redefining the term. And I don't know what we can call it. We're going to find a word for it, but I don't. we can't call it love. We can't say we love this person. I don't care if you're you with this person. I don't care if you're married to this person. I don't care if you, like, are convinced. But if you don't show these things to that person and you feel like there's conditions to this situation and this love, then you don't love this person. And you have to rethink why you're in a certain situation why are you doing certain things because if we do not define redefine and and really truly look deep and understand certain aspects then that is when that's when it fails right because we didn't truly love in the first place but um The main thing is, can you show these things to yourself? Can you show things with yourself? Do you trust yourself? Do you have hope for yourself? But I didn't want to get too, too deep into that. I just wanted to kind of spark your minds into kind of thinking a little differently when it comes to using terms, when it comes to using these words and applying them to things outside of ourselves and even to ourselves but mainly outside of ourselves because when we attach these high vibrational terms to things outside of ourselves but as to undeserving entities then it can definitely drain us of our power and keep us at a low vibrational state into which we cannot ascend to our highest good and we cannot ascend to being who we need to be in this reality you know we will be stuck because Certain things want to come into your life to give you to to bless you to pretty much you know God the universe the divine 
wants to bless you but if you have certain things in your life that are not going to allow these blessings to flow and grow then it's not gonna it's not gonna come in the way that you want to you're gonna have to really release a lot of things and a lot of the times what we release first is mindset aspects of our mindset that need to be released so really ask yourself do i embody these attributes of love because if i can embody these attributes then i'm on that love frequency then i'm riding high on these vibrations and then i can be this and not only to just one person but to all people and especially myself and i know people like to joke and you'd be like oh you they say you're supposed to love everybody and then you give that little face like not a hell i ain't <laughs> and it's not about just loving everybody not everybody's worthy of your love because that is your power let me just say that first and foremost love is your power if you allow someone to darken your heart then you've given them your power because if you feel any kind of heaviness in your heart that's going to only affect you at the end of the day so it's like i don't have to love you but you're not going to take away my ability to love like, I don't have to show you these things. I don't have to overgive of myself or even be in your presence. But one thing you're not going to do is take away my ability to love anything, including my, and especially myself. So no, 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 no. Don't give up your power. Don't give up your power. Always embody these things. Always embody these principles. Because when you're embodying them, you're going to attract the things that's going to help you embody them further. So release the things that are causing you to be on the opposite side of the spectrum. If something is creating these toxic vibes within you to where you're not at your best and you cannot embody these love these loving attributes get rid of what is doing it and if you cannot get rid of it then try to find a way to change the energy that surrounds the situ person or situation and a lot of times i mean this by your children right because sometimes our kids darling contest as darling and we want to love our kids unconditionally because they're our babies. And, you know, and sometimes we, 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 we have the best intentions for them. But they're going to be who they're going to be. They're going to be influenced, especially when they go to school and they're in this world. Then they're going to be influenced by certain things. And it's going to test you. It's going to test me. It's going to test us. But we cannot just get rid of our kids. We can't just say, gone. Get out. Some people do, but I ain't one of them people. I was at a brink. No, don't. I mean, don't get it twisted. I've been at the brinks, but I had to say, how can I get us all into a different vibration? How can I get us all on a different frequency so that we are better? And although it's still a challenge, <laughs> it's still a challenge at times. It has gotten better because what I started to do. Um, I, I became a Reiki therapist, so I just got more into my healing therapies. And then I eventually became or am becoming a massage therapist. And so a lot of the times doing touch healings and things like that help to bring about certain emotions. And it's actually really healing to touch. 
and healthy healing touch like massage and reiki and things that are just going to help release emotions that are stored in your body and so when i started just doing that i started to feel like i was really healing and dropping off a lot of things out of all of us myself my children and, and really increasing our vibration so we connect a lot differently now that i've been on this path so what i had to do was i had to change my behavior and what i was doing i had to change certain habits within myself as a mother i had to stop take a deep breath pause don't just don't be yelling girl because that takes a lot from me i don't want to sit here and yell scream i don't want to like whoop my kids i don't want to do anything like that like i don't want to get to that space because that don't feel good to me I'm trying to stay at a peaceful state because that's love, right? Patient and kind, yelling and screaming and cussing and fussing. That ain't kind. And it damn sure ain't patient because then you'd be like, hurry up, get your ass up. You know, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I have flashbacks. But what I'm trying to say here is when there's a will, there's always a way, but we must look at it within ourselves first. We must see, okay, what is it within myself that is going to create a different way that this situation is going. And so I've just been doing all that I can. And like I said, it's definitely beginning better. But I'm going to read it one more time again, just so we can know and embody these words and you don't have to be religious like it's not about somebody being religious like i'm not trying to press oh because i'm reading from the bible i'm not trying to put christianity on you i'm not trying to press it if you're somebody who doesn't really follow the doctrine it's not about that it's it's, it's the wisdom that certain um most spiritual texts have a lot of spiritual texts it don't matter which which one it is a lot of them hold wisdom and, and, and it's wise just to listen and learn from ancient wisdom um in certain aspects so this, this is actually really good wisdom so um because they understood an aspect of love when they say love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes and always perseveres love never fails so really embody those words really understand those words really take into account what those words can mean for your individual situation for yourself and where you're at in your life and who you interact with so that is what i wanted to say for today i definitely hope that you got something out of this um coming up pretty soon um we're going to talk about the crystal of the week it's going to be a little differently uh, but stay tuned to see what that is um before that i'm going to have a i'm gonna just have a word from our sponsors i guess you can say right All right, so I do. I want to. I want to shout out to our sponsor. It's the G.com where they talk about chi flow. What is chi flow? Chi is our life force energy. It flows to us and through us from divine realms. It keep. It is what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us vital. And if you want to know more about how you can unleash your chi so that you can let it flow, just follow it's the G.com and the Instagram page her 
she goddess to find out more about chi flow yoga meditation massage and reiki also make sure you go to instagram page and go to the love freak and follow us there that's the love freak f-r-e-q also go to the lovefreak.com and you can find past episodes you can also follow our social medias and you can sign up for that newsletter so that we can stay in touch and ride on this frequency together that's the love freak Welcome back to the Love Freak. <laughs> Hope you got a chance to get some uh follow those pages uh and like and follow those pages. It would definitely be appreciated. But what I want to talk about right now is uh, the crystal of the week. And it's actually going to kind of be a mixture of things. The crystal of the week. I want to actually talk about something that I've been having fun with a lot recently and that I often use in my Reiki sessions. And that is the pendulums. So the pendulums come in many forms, different types of crystals, right? They come on a, usually on a chain. They'll have a little chain and they just hold this chain and and it just kind of swings. Kind of like if you look at those like hypnosis, like old or old videos of hypnosis or the stereotypical aspects of what hypnosis is. Um, they have the little clocks and it's swinging from side to side and they're using it as like a pendulum. And so what I love about pendulums are that they can be a guide. They can be a little guide totem for you. So if there's things that you kind of want to question a little bit, a little bit, you want to test energy uh, around you, um, you can use these pendulums. For example, um, if you are wanting to know if say you have plants right like i have a plant and i'm going to use my pendulum and i'm going to charge my pendulum right i'm going to hold it in my hand i'm going to keep my hand very still and i'm going to just take a couple of deep breaths because i want to ground and center myself to really connect with the energy of the crystal and a lot of the times depending on the crystal can maybe indicate the type of questions that you ask it for example if you have some I'm amethyst then maybe you want to ask questions that are more insightful, maybe more towards your the higher realms. Um, if you have a crystal that's more like a grounding stone, maybe something more that's grounding, something about, you know, you know, should I move or is this the best location for me? Is this the best job to take? And job, if you want to talk about job work, is this the best business venture? Should I link up with these people, connections? Then you'll have like a grounding stone as your pendulum. If you want to ask things about success, you know, is this the right merger? Is the right partnership? Is this the right investment to make? Then maybe you want to get you a citrine, something that's going to be uh, connecting with your solar plexus. How about love, darling? We talk about love, but let's first talk about lust. If it's something that has to do with sex if it has something to do with your more sexual organs and maybe you want to get a carnelian something that's orange something that is connected with the sacral chakra if you do want to ask questions about love is this the right partner for me like and i don't mean like getting caught up in that because people you can get caught up in love questions like when it comes to that but get a rose course you know if you want to bring more love into your life you want to ask something that's more on that frequency so i mean you can get creative with um pendulums they come in all shapes sizes and what you do is like you just hold them in your hand 
and you make sure your hand is nice and still like that you don't move and you just allow the pendulum to swing i usually hold them between my index finger and my middle finger and i just hold my hand still and then i just let it swing just and then i'll um program it i'll be like well pendulum show me the direction or you you could either ask it to show you the direction for yes and then if you already programmed it it's gonna spin like typically in a clockwise direction and you'd be like well pendulum show me the um answer for no show me no and then it'll literally stop and it'll spin the other direction in a counterclockwise direction that's how i program mine it will literally do it like some even if you're a skeptic um take something even if it's not a crystal per se like i have this this other kind of necklace thing it's not even a crystal but i can actually the same thing i'm like well pendulum show me the answer for yes it's because it's all about intention and this it will really swing in the direction but a crystal is going to be have a much powerful much more um higher vibration uh with it so you say show me the and another thing that i do I'm like getting all excited because I'm holding my crystal right now. It's got me like hyped. But <laughs> I was like, show me the answer for yes. And then it will spin in the clockwise. Show me the answer for no. It will stop. It will go in the other direction. Another thing I'll ask it is, um, is it probable? Like show me a high probability. And if I say, oh, show me a high probability, it will pendulum swing up and down in a vertical direction. If I say um, pendulum, show me a, a low probability, not likely it'll swing in a horizontal direction like a no like <laughs> and then so therefore i'll ask like a series of type questions but the only thing that i say with this is don't become compulsive in it if you do have a pendulum don't become so compulsive in it where you feel like it's going to answer like all your questions it's just meant to be a guide a guide in a direction like if you want to um put your thoughts your mind and your attention into a certain direction it can help guide you without you feeling like you have to know all the answers it's kind of like hmm would this be a good idea would this be um in my best interest for my highest good etc and then you can ask those questions to your pendulum and like i said there's different types of pendulums whatever one resonates with you um the one i'm holding right now in my hands is opal as an opal pendulum it's more celestial um and i got it for when I did my uh, level three Reiki um, class certification. So when I was level three Reiki, I got this beautiful ass opal uh, pendulum and I use it from time to time. Um, another one that I really was drawn to, I have this amethyst, it's purple and it just looks like a sphere. And I used this one. I got this. I was drawn to this one because in my um, massage therapy class and one of our electives was a chakra and stones and uh the instructor of the course was talking about the pendulums we were working with them and then she sold them afterwards and i grabbed this pouch i didn't even know what it looked like i just grabbed it pulled it out and it just spoke to me it was like wow amethyst of all things like that i could have gotten i got this beautiful amethyst and it just always reminds me of like royalty when i look at purple i look at the amethyst and so therefore i was drawn to it and i ended up buying it and it's a pendulum that i work with and then also for my reiki sessions i got this really cool pendulum that it has like the chakras on them <laughs> like the sh like different stones like one of those um i don't know if you ever seen those sand glasses where you can do like the different um colors in the sands well the the pendulum is, is like a sphere shape like a, a um, typical pendulum you'll find and you know it has all the chakra colors in them like different stones that represent the chakras like the root the 
sacral, solar plex, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. And it's all into that one pendulum just kind of compacted in. And I use that to read the chakras in my Reiki session. So I find it very fun and very interesting to kind of work with these tools, these spiritual tools. Don't let anybody tell you that they're evil because that makes absolutely no sense. I want you to use your logical minds when you come with working because we're in a different world. We're in a different time. We're getting back to our ancient practices. So don't let people tell you that this stuff is like evil. So the devil and all this other stuff, like it's just energy tools tools like it's just energy workings working with energy is not evil um it's based upon the intention that you're giving it it's just it's a thing but it's neither good nor bad it's on whatever side of the pole your consciousness is on so if your consciousness is on a good side of the pole then guess what you're gonna attract good things when you put in this magic when you put in this good energy but if you're not a good person your heart is very closed and evil and whatever you have bad intention for something or a situation then if you put in that energy into the magic or these energy tools and it's going to create more of what you are already emitting from your own self and that's why we talk about the love frequency because when you are emitting a higher vibration when you're emitting a higher frequency then you're only going to attract higher vibrations higher frequencies love abundance all that stuff and all these energy tools are going to do is going to help you attract more of what you desire and going to help be a guide and a tool for you to go towards where you need to go the path you need to go so that you can be in alignment with those that you desire it's nothing good nor bad it's just intention period boo (laughs) please understand that and so that please understand that we are gonna always continue to talk about crystals energy medicine and high vibrational things that maybe if it's not something that's in your world yet it's going to be an introduction to your world into this new world that you are coming into because if you come across this podcast then that means that you know you're on this frequency and this is where you need to be at just the right time and just the right moment of your life and if that's the case then I am so grateful that you are here because we're going to continue this every week we do this the love freak you know, and continuing to stay woke and all of that. We get a lot deeper as time goes on. If you want to check out our past episodes, then feel free to, you know, go ahead and just kind of scroll on down. Go um, check it out, kind of see what we're about. I play a lot of the archive episodes right now because The Love Freak actually started before and so a lot of our um episodes that i do have posted will be our archives but they still hold um very worthwhile value they have a lot of great uh information in them as well that can really um maybe spark something new in your brain or just confirm something that you already know either way it goes i hope that you stay connected like i said follow that instagram page at the love freak go to the lovefreak.com that's f-r-e-q sign up for the newsletter and stay up to date you can also follow this podcast on facebook um if you go to the love freak 222 that page should pop up and you can follow us there i mean however you want to stay connected whatever's easiest for you please do not hesitate to continue to tap into the love freak and again i'll see you next week my name's Ange.